be able to offer uh, continuous service uh, to you know more than 90% of the uh, the world's uh, the world's population. And now your podcast hosts Andre and Christian. Welcome to Connecting for Future, the podcast that explores the exciting world of technology and innovation. I'm your host, Christian Kösling, and joining me as always, Andre Borusiak. Andre, how are you today? I'm doing great, Christian. Thank you. And I'm really excited about uh, today's uh, podcast, Connecting for Future, because we are talking about a very special topic that not everybody of our listeners might have heard about, but they will be impacted in the near future. So I'm really excited to have our guest today. Absolutely, Andre. We have a very special guest joining us from the United States. Please welcome Chris Ivory, the Chief Commercial Officer at ASD Space Mobile. Chris, thank you for joining us today. No, thank you very much, Christian and Andre. It's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor to be on your, uh, your podcast. Thank you. Chris, let's start by talking about ASD Space Mobile and the groundbreaking work you're doing. Could you tell our listeners a little bit more about your company and the mission? Yeah, so we're we're an American-based company uh, headquartered in in Texas, and we are a uh, a satellite uh, designer and manufacturer. And what our objective is is to help close the digital divide uh, by providing affordable mobile broadband services uh, on a global basis. And uh, we're doing this uh, through we're doing this through we're in the process of uh, testing and building a low earth orbit satellite constellation that will enable the extension of the mobile network operators uh, 2G, 4G, and 5G coverage into uh, rural areas. And uh, the, unique, the unique thing with, uh, with our, our service, we do not require any modification to the mobile device. So any type, any uh, standard 3GBP compliant uh, uh, mobile device, um, will work with our with our service and we've tested and, pr and proven this already which i'll get into a little bit later about uh, uh what we're doing uh, right now but uh it, it makes it uh, a very unique service and we're the we're the only uh cellular broadband uh service that is uh that will be provided from uh, for, from a uh, from a satellite we do this in close partnership with our uh, mobile network operator uh partners um we actually cannot Ha have the service uh, available in a uh, in a specific country unless we do have a commercial agreement with uh, with our partners. Vodafone being one of the very most important ones, and and also uh, an investor in they were proud to say an investor in uh, in AST. And uh, but we work closely with the uh, the with each M and O partner to identify the gaps in their uh, 4G 5G coverage in uh, in areas and uh, help fill that uh, help fill that service so that. Uh, an end user, your your customers uh, can have uh, you know up to a, you know 100 geographic and 100 population coverage using their uh, their existing devices. So just to get that straight, I'm I'm not sure if everybody knows about this technology yet. So you you can use your normal mobile phone and have satellite communication. Is that it, right? It's it's absolutely right. What, what you could picture is the satellite is a is like a space based cell tower. The the M and O decides. Where do you want to use our space mobile service, um, and where do we not want to use it? So we're not creating any interference with the uh, the terrestrial network. But it, it's it's we're, we're what we're doing is we are extending the mobile operators' coverage into the areas of where there is no uh, no service today, 
always on a non-interference uh, basis, but it's providing broadband speed, so the 4G, 5G speeds. Perfect. Last year when we met at Omar, Chris, you were just about to launch the first satellite into orbit, into space. And I, I can imagine this this is a real special moment um, for you all guys. So, so can you explain a little bit about how this went and what the expectation was and what the emotions were doing with you and, and your team? Yeah, it was, it was a really exciting time. We successfully launched our, our second test satellite called Blue Walker 3 uh, in September 10th with, uh, with, uh, with, with SpaceX. And this, you know, what, what we've done is, is really revolutionary because the, the, the satellite is a very unique design. And I know you, the listeners out there can't, uh, can't see this, but it's a, the, the size of the satellite is it's a large phased array antenna, which is eight meters by eight meters. This is the largest satellite in the LEO constant in, in LEO orbit, uh, today. Um, and, uh, uh, but, you know, the, the, the unique design of the satellite is something, you know, a, a structure of eight meters by eight meters does not fit into a, uh, into a, into a rocket. So we had to load it in a stowed configuration and, uh, we were the, and, and then the, probably the, the, the biggest challenge of the entire program was how do we take that rock, that satellite from a stowed configuration and unfold it uh, on on orbit when it's traveling 17,000 uh, miles per hour. Um, we successfully did that in uh, in November, um, and then since uh, since November and actually through through now we've uh, have have achieved uh, a lot of uh, historical uh, 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 milestones. We made the first uh, voice call using AT&T Spectrum uh, in in the U.S. Uh, to our our CEO Abel Avilan, called uh, one of our other investors, the CEO of Rakuten, uh, Mickey Mikitani. Uh, for the first voice call ever made in uh, 2G uh, GSM. And then just last week, we publicly announced that uh, we uh, uh, achieved uh, download speeds uh, uh, with the satellite uh, in excess of 10 megabits to a uh, unmodified standard uh, handset. So we're, we're continuing to, uh, to test uh, our, our LTE. We'll, later this year, we'll be moving into, uh, into 5G. But um, making very, very good progress, and we're really excited with where we are, and um, making the service in the future commercially available so we can help uh, close the digital divide and provide affordable broadband services to uh, our M&O partner customers. That's pretty awesome, right? So that's basically the largest commercial communication array ever deployed in low Earth orbit, correct? That is, yes, that is correct. And how many satellites may mobile require in order to say, hey, now it works globally? So we need to, to for, for near global coverage, we need uh, less than 100 satellites uh, to, to provide continuous, uh, continuous service uh, for uh, a, a large portion of where, you know, more than 90% of the, uh, uh, the population lives, uh, lives today. Huh. And all have the same size as the, the one which is basically, which you can see basically if it's really, if you look up, you could actually see it, right? From, from Aerosol. Yeah. Well, the, we, 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 the, we are doing some things that, uh, to prevent, uh, that it, it being, um, uh, you know, a, a br bright, uh, to, to disrupt the, uh, the night, uh, the night sky so that, uh, it's, uh, it's very, it's very difficult to see from, uh, from the ground. Um, but for the, uh, you know, for the commercial network, we're, we're, uh, we're addressing, addressing that. But our, our current launch plans are uh, Q1 of next year. We're planning on launching the first five commercial satellites. These will be 
uh, the similar size of what we, of Blue Walker 3, the eight meters by eight meters. And then uh, second half of 2024, we're targeting to launch, uh, begin launching the second phase, which will be larger satellites, which will be 15 meters by 15 meters. And, e and each one of these, we're, as we're, we're, we're move, moving up uh, in size, have a significant amount more power than what uh, we're currently testing with on Blue Walker 3. So the capability, um, we, continue, we will continue to improve the capability. Of the uh, of the performance of the satellite, and you can fit these big satellites also in in existing base ships. Yeah, we we can. Uh, we def it, it depends on the type the the launcher that uh, we're we're going to use. The we, we've uh, we're the first five that we're launching. Um, you know, early next year, we've already uh, uh, signed an agreement with SpaceX. We're taking an entire all five satellites will be on one uh, uh, one SpaceX uh, launcher. Um, we will be the only uh, uh, ride. You know, ride. It's not a ride share. We've bought the entire uh, the entire uh, rocket. Um, and then um, we're we're still evaluating uh, which launcher and uh, what is the best option for the, uh, the all of the future launches. Is that a risk for you also to to have all five satellites in in one? Single launcher. Well, I mean, the, if you look at uh, SpaceX's uh, track record, they they launch fifty, I think fifty to seventy five uh, of their own sa the Starlink satellites in, on a single launch. Um, so we think uh, you know we're, we're very comfortable with uh, with putting all five uh, with uh, with SpaceX. ST Space Mobile founded two thousand seventeen. How did the whole idea start? Did you thought, hey, I was in the U.S., didn't have any coverage, and we need to do something? Well, it, it was it was founded by our our CEO Abel uh, Avelan. Um, I've I've actually person I've I've known Abel since 2000, but have been working with him uh, in, 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 in since 2005. I uh, was uh, was part of uh, one of his his first startup, which was a company called uh, Emerging Markets Communications. It was a uh, um, an end-to-end -end satellite, uh, VSAT uh, satellite services provider, where we provided uh, basically managed networks to uh, to the, the the oil and gas community, the uh, P, the United Nations enterprises around the world, and we were you know successfully uh, uh, built that business up. And um, Abel, you know, we sold it in in 2016. Abel uh, had plans on retiring that lasted uh, only uh, only a few months, and then he, you know, he's a, he's an engineer by uh, you know by trade, but he's a brilliant, brilliant engineer. And uh, he started l looking at how can we connect a satellite to a standard uh, standard mobile device. And uh, he founded the company and uh, was the uh, and started off with the the initial uh, the initial capital that he funded uh, funded himself. Um, but uh, it's really been a, a Bell's uh, you know brainchild and and uh, and uh, focus and desire to provide affordable broadband uh, communications uh, on a on a global on a global basis. But uh, he is uh, you know he's the big the big driver behind be behind this and. Uh, um, is very very much involved in the uh, in the in the design of the uh, the constellation. Just a personal question from my side. I know that um, AST Space Mobile is based in uh, Midland, Texas, and w way back in my history, I, I lived in Texas for uh, during high school, right? And, and since then, I really um, take some time to look at the developments in Texas, and I see there's a lot of tech companies. Uh, 
uh, being active in, in, in Texas. Is that also a reason why Texas has been chosen as HQ? Yeah, so it was, we were recruited there by the, uh, the, 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 the city. Um, they had a, a, vacant, a vacant facility, which is now our, our headquarters. Um, and the, if anybody who's familiar with the, with Midland, it's, it's in the Permian basin and, uh, and actually has, I think, you know, one of the largest, uh, uh oil and uh, natural gas reserves, uh, in, in the world. And so they are, so it's a, it's a very strong, uh, uh strong economy when the, when the, the energy, uh, sector is, is strong, but when it's, uh, you know, when, when oil prices come down. It uh, it can it can affect their their economy. So they've you know very very smartly looked at alternatives of diversifying from uh, from the you know from the energy sector. Always you know knowing that energy is always going to be the main um, their their main main industry. But they they chose uh, aerospace, and so they have uh, actively recruited a number of uh, aerospace uh, companies into um, into the uh, the area, and we're really really happy with the. Uh, um, with the partnership that we have with the, you know, w- with the city, there's, uh, p- you know, good talent that we've been able to recruit there and, uh, and also, but, but the excellent facilities that we have, um, for, you know, manufacturing and also assembly. I mean, since we've, we moved there in 2018, uh, we have, uh, expanded to an, another facility. So we have two facilities, uh, and where we have, all, you know, uh, 185,000 square feet, of uh, manufacturing and assembly, that's where uh, you know a hundred percent of the assembly of the satellites are taking place, and a, and a good portion of the manufacturing is also taking place in uh, in Midland. That's cool. And Chris, just again for my information, like if if for instance I don't have any coverage, would I get an SMS to say, hey, with this SMS I can reconfirm saying, hey, I want to jump on satellite communication, or would this go automatically? Or is this not clear yet? So, so it, th- there's a couple of different ways that uh, that that the end users will be able to to access this, and this is all things that we're we're, we're actively working out with each one of the uh, with the MNOs. One is, as you stated, a you know you you, you move into an area that uh, is not currently covered by Vodafone, for example. Vodafone would send you a text message and say, you know notifying you you've moved it you moved into. A Vodafone Space Mobile uh, covered area. If you'd like to have, uh, if you'd like to continue to have your uh, your broadband coverage, you can opt in, and they would say if for a day pass, it's it's X, uh, you know, X euros uh, per, per per day. The other one is that uh, what we're seeing it as a as like an add on uh, an add on service, um, very similar to like an international roaming uh, plan that uh, you know many you know, many of us uh, have. Where you can pay a small monthly recurring fee, and then you just seamlessly move in, you know, move in and out of the uh, the, the covered areas, um, and uh, so that there's no, so it's it's frictionless. There's no need for that uh, for that that that, that text uh, that text messaging, but we've also seen that there's a lot of other use cases that uh, that that can be used, particularly around disaster recovery, emergency response. In in uh, cases where a weather or uh, uh, any any type of a cyber attack or civil unrest disrupts the terrestrial network, since our, our the, the 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 design of our network requires very little terrestrial infrastructure, 
we can be an overlay for first responders in a in a hurricane situation or a typhoon situation. So there's uh, a lot of additional use cases than just connecting the unconnected that uh, that that we've seen that uh, bring a lot of value to not only the end users but our uh, mobile network operator partners. Yeah, I mean this is really exciting, and I think a lot of people ask themselves when's the service available for them. I remember that the first region you, you want to launch the services is in Africa. Is that still the case? No, it's so. So the first the first five satellites uh, that we're, you know we're launching uh, next year will provide um, uh, intermittent service. We haven't yet publicly identified, you know, disclosed what is going to be the target uh, the, the target market for that, but. The 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 intermittent service is only for a short period of time until we have enough uh, satellites um, on orbit to provide the, uh, the the continuous service. That that is always our goal is to provide a a the, the same end user experience as uh, we're we're all accustomed to in a in an LTE five G uh, network environment. Uh, that's pretty cool. And. <laughs> We had the pleasure, as Andre already mentioned, like to meet you in person at the UMI in Hamburg. And what I also like, yesterday I checked out your website, as you are wearing now this ASC Space Mobile t-shirt. And you already built a huge commercial shop where people can just shop a lot of stuff on your on your website. So was this like one of your ideas just to push this a little bit or how did this came alive? No, it was it was actually it was our well uh, Abel and uh, and our marketing department because we did have a lot of uh, requests for um, AST Space Mobile you know the availability for the AST Space Mobile gear so we 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 uh, started the uh, online store and it's been pretty cool I mean uh, we have our our even our chief strategy officer Scott Wisniewski has been stopped in the. Uh, on the street in New York City and, and in others where, where he's wearing his space mobile stuff and saying, oh, you know, hey, how did you, where'd you get that? I know I'm an investor in space mobile. So it, there's some, it's uh, getting a little name recognition out there, but it's it's pretty cool. That's pretty great. So Christian, did you order did, did you order a t-shirt already? To be honest, not yet, but I definitely want to get what one that? of those with the US flag, right? Where it talks about this Blue Walker 3, right? So that's really, pretty unique. And um, Andre, I will also make you to buy at least maybe like a base hat or a hoodie or a t-shirt. Yeah, I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in. I'll get you guys some stuff. It's it's really a great idea, right? And so it's all about pushing for innovation. And if you just think about, we had a, we also had a podcast with Vodacom, with Shamil, right? So if you just listen about like their strategy on E-Health, for instance, as they did all the vaccination on their platform. And in Africa, it's different. Everybody has a smartphone, right? So because they don't have like a credit card, they use M-Pesa for their banking stuff. Mm -hmm. So ASD Space Mobile is definitely going to be like key changer in the future. Yeah, I mean, w what we will be able to do when we are commercially available and how we are going to be able to impact the um uh the the uh, uh the mar markets that it's particularly where, where Shamil and Vodaf Vodacom where there are large geographic areas that people that are just unconnected I, I think last number I saw from GSMA there's like 700 million people that live in areas where there's just no communication services whatsoever so it's it's not just being able to keep in contact with your 
your friends and family, but it's going to uh, uh, increase uh, enterprise, banking, telehealth. And so, um, you know, we're, we're very excited about you know, being able to use the platform to uh, better people's lives that are living in, uh, in unconnect, unconnected or underserved uh, areas. Chris, for our te tech nerds here, um, is latency a problem? It, it, the so the first our first satellite that we launched in 2019 actually that we we what we was was launched for us to test our patented what we call delay and Doppler compensation. So if the, the satellite flying at 500 kilometers, of course, there's going to be a much longer delay than uh, connecting to a tower that is uh, five kilometers away. So we had we, we, we first had to prove and, uh, and develop the, this delay and Doppler compensation because a, 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 uh, a cell tower that's 500 kilometers away is going to have too long of a latency and is not within the 3GPP uh, uh, compliant uh, standards. So we successfully were able to compensate the delay and compensate even the, the Doppler ship because the satellite is moving very fast uh, overhead where it is within 3GPP standards. And um, that was, as I say, the first thing that we've proven and we've, we've continued to prove that uh, and test that with uh, Blue Walker 3. We have partnered with, uh, with Nokia on the, the eNode Bs where they have uh, modified their standard eNode Bs to incorporate our delay or Doppler uh, compensation um, so that uh, it's, a, um, it's, part of, uh, it's part of the network and there's no, there's, no, there, there's no changes that the MNO needs to make within their, their core network. And uh, you know, we're really... Yeah, we're really pleased and uh, and happy with the partnership that we have with uh, Nokia. They've been a, a great uh, technology partner for us. And I also understand there's also like a certain encryption working, right? So if like satellite communication works, so there's also like a security so that the the voice, the data is basically secured. So we're, yeah, so we're, we're I mean we're compliant with all data privacy, you know, like EU data privacy because we're you can look at us the, the satellite is like a bent pipe and we're just extending the the the, the coverage into areas of where the MNO doesn't doesn't uh, uh, it doesn't have anything and so we don't have access to any of the uh, the 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 end user end user data because we don't have a a core network we're we're connecting the core network of Vodafone to you know to the uh, to, to their end end user and so uh, whatever so it's a pass through so whatever types of encryption or data privacy that uh, is currently in the Vodafone network um the uh we can um uh do it uh it, it, it's it's just, it's just a straight pass through so it's clear that you and AST Space Mobile are driving significant innovations. Looking ahead, what can we expect from Space Mobile coming in the in the next years? So we are, as I said, we're we're planning on launching the first five commercial satellites beginning of you know the first part of next year. Those five satellites, we will be able to have you know start commercial service. As I stated, for a short period of time, it will be intermittent. So you know. 
applications like IoT th- the, the, would uh, are a good use case for it because it's it's something that doesn't require a a continuous service. And then moving into the second part of uh, next year to begin launching uh, our what we're calling Block Two satellites, um, the the, lar- the larger satellites that will then eventually close out in a certain geographic area uh, for us to be able to provide uh, continuous service. But we're going to continue to move. We're going to continue to launch more, and uh, where we can have uh, you know pr- pr- have the uh, the be able to offer uh, continuous service uh, to you know more than ninety percent of the uh, the world's uh, the world's population, um, and uh, um, being and, and this is all what I said is all the we want to ha- make this uh, available to the end users at market based pricing. So. This is not meant to be a luxury item where only the wealthy can afford it, such as like what, what's the current situation in, with SAT funds. It's a very expensive uh, service that you have to have a dedicated device. This is uh, anybody that can afford a, a, a cellular plan today, regardless if you're in um, you know, the Democratic Republic of Congo or in the United States, where I think we probably have the highest, uh, the most expensive cellular service uh, in, in the world. It's, uh, you know, anybody will be able to... Uh, to uh, uh, purchase a plan, but always through the our partners uh, with the uh, uh, like like Vodafone and AT and T. Uh, I really like your company purpose, and and I also like your explanation of the satellite being just another cell tower. So it's it's easy to understand. It I think it's it's so seamless as you stated that you don't really know uh, if it's satellite or not. So it's really a cool time ahead, I would say. Yeah, we're we're really excited. I mean, this is clearly, you know, it's it's very disruptive uh, technology, and um, and it there's only it really we only see you know fantastic benefits to uh, to the public, the end users, the economy, to health, and I mean, it's just it's almost endless the amount the, the amount of benefits and uh, and uh, good things that uh, extending broadband uh, affordable broadband service to uh, uh, into the rural areas can uh, can um, can provide. So we're you know we're really excited. We're honored to be part of uh, you know p- part of this uh, th- this new ecosystem, and uh, and uh, we we intend to continue to be a leader in this uh, in, in uh, driving uh, affordable broadband services and helping connect the unconnected. In terms of leaders, Chris, you you have a lot of experience with over 26 years, basically working in telecommunications industry, but also satellite industry. What is your advice for young leaders? Like, what should they focus on? Do you got like some secrets which you can share? Good question. Um, I you know the the one I'll always say if you have if you're you're personable, you're flexible, and you have a good work ethic. You're, you're, you th- those are the recipes for, um, uh, for, for success. Anybody who's, who's rigid and cannot accept change is going to have a very difficult time, uh, in, uh, in, in this world, especially with how things are rapidly changing due to technology, weather, political, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever it may, whatever it may be. But, uh, all, but, and then also having a, a very good work ethic of not being able to, to put in the long hours when it's necessary. And uh, and uh, and have a good sense of humor uh, about it, because if you don't, if you can't laugh at yourself or the folks you you work with, it's uh, you know life becomes extremely stressful. Should we start our quick fire round then, talking about humor? Quick fire round. Meetings virtual or in person? In person. 
much more productive. What's your favorite day of the week? Oh, Friday. Which is the last song you downloaded? I don't even know if I've ever downloaded a song. My wife normally <laughs> does that. And I just, I just hear my wife or kids. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, goodness. There was a, there was a song. I think it was a Chris Stapleton song. I don't even know. I don't even remember it. Oh, no, I don't know the name. It was a Chris Stapleton, um, um, Ed Sheeran song. But I think that was probably five, six years ago. Okay, so. we have to find that one. Yeah. Who inspires you, Chris? Um, my wife. That's a good one. I like that. Chris, well, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, it was a pleasure just talking to you. And I hope our listeners had some insights what ASC Space Mobile is all about. And I think connecting for future really fits today, right? It always fits, but today it, it does fit even better. Absolutely. And make sure you check out the website of ASC Space Mobile, the great store, right? And also, if you want to connect with Chris, you are also on LinkedIn, Chris, right? That so is correct. there's yep. the place where people can find you. Yep. Thank you, Chris. Oh, thank you, guys. This has been been a lot of fun, and I hope uh, I can return sometime in the future to share you know, the, the, the progress that, uh, that, that we've made. And uh, oh, you guys have a great show. I really appreciate it. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in to Connecting for Future. We'll be back next shortly with more insights into the world of technology. Please hit the follow button to stay ahead for future episodes. All the best and take care, new podcast hosts, Andre and Christian.